Welcome, everybody, to episode 66 of Disney with the Ducks. Today, we're going to execute Order 66 and hear about Kevin's recent trip with his son. But before that, um, just want to tell everybody, good evening. It's John Crawl. I'm the host for the night. And I've got my other co-hosts with us tonight. Kevin. Hello there. We've got Mean Gene. Hi. And Lonnie G. Good, good. <laughs> All right. All right. So the question tonight, so we can get to know each other a little bit better and our um, listeners can get to know us better as well, is what is your favorite Star Wars movie or series? Um, so let's start with Lonnie and then we'll get to, we'll get, uh, you know, increase the nerd level as we go. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, is John, that possible? <laughs> I think it is possible. I, I think it's possible. It's uh, tough, but it's possible. Yeah. But, I, but I'm going to go with the best Star Wars movie of all time, and that's Empire Strikes Back. Uh, because that's, you know, let's call it how we see it, right? I mean, it's, it's Vader on, on. Yeah, man, we're not going to play around with some of the other ones. We're going straight to it. The best one, Vader doing his thing, uh, you know, the dark side winning. Uh, it was just awesome. All around, saw that one with my dad in the movie theaters and was like, you know what? Yeah, uh, good guys do wear black. <laughs> well, yeah, they were trying to save the Empire from exactly. those evil rebels. Yeah, exactly. no, I get it. All right, Gene, what is your favorite one? Uh, you know, it's so hard because I, I want to say... Star Wars, I want to say A New Hope because it kicked it all off. Uh, I do. I love the original trilogy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bypass the original trilogy just because everybody else's answer is going to be one of those. And I'm going to say The Revenge of the Sith. Just it's such a great movie. It, I, I, it's tragic. Um, it's, you know, emotional. You were my brother. You know, just such a great, such a great um, ending how everything is kind of tied up to, to move into the next show, uh, order 66, the tragedy of that. Uh, so yeah, revenge of the Sith. Interesting choice. And I like how you noted the original trilogy too. So you could work in really four movies into your, your choice. <laughs> you're learning, you're learning Learn from the best. Learn from the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin, I'm, I'm very curious about, but I think I'm, I'm going to guess what you can say, but, or, uh, I would guess what you would say, but I want to see if I'm right. So Empire is probably my favorite movie, like Lonnie. I mean, it's probably the best made movie of all time. Um, I love Return of the Jedi. That's really close. But if you're talking series and movies, I put Clone Wars above everything. Um, I love the way it was written. I think that with all of the negativity that the prequels got back in the day, um, what they did with Clone Wars really brought a new light to the to the prequel trilogy um, and it made like gene it made me love um, revenge of the sith even more and how it took from the clone wars you know attack of the clones through clone wars all the way into revenge of the sith and with coming back with season seven of clone wars and bringing that all together and uh doing that i, I have to say i've watched the clone wars episodes more than i've watched any of the movies uh, I just really like the way I like the depth and the the detail and and all that. So uh, I'm gonna go with the series. Hey, so. Kevin, you might want to explain to Lonnie what Clone Wars is. I'm not sure he's familiar with it. Would you Would you explain that to him? Kind of where it fits and what it is. He's not. I don't think he's aware of it. So it really takes you know when Attack of the Clones just really just introduces the clones and then Revenge of the Sith just shows them turning. So. 
you don't really under you don't really get the depth of that and, and the connection that the clones had with the Jedi and they were really they fought as brothers. I mean, they were arm in arm um, fighting the separatists all those years and learned to depend on them and they became like their family. And then just all of a sudden, even the best of clones turned on the their best friends and family. I mean, mm-hmm. it really made it drove that um, drove that drama home really with Revenge of the Sith. So yeah. Kevin, thank thank you for that good summary. Um, I will say, if you don't mind, explain to Gene uh, how <laughs> Jedis are mostly cowards because they jump innocent sit just sitting around doing nothing. For instance, you go back to the Phantom Menace, right? The door opens up, Dark Maul just sitting there, Obi-Wan, let's jump him. You know, that's <laughs> that's the you know, <laughs> you know anytime you have you, you don't know, hear it, but you see it on right. subtitles, right? Anytime you have a Jedi fight, the perfect example, right? Oh, let's go see what Palpatine doing. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're gonna take four other, you know, Jedi, and we're gonna jump him in his office. You know, well, what I'm first saying? we're gonna first we're gonna take his best friend, the guy that he's known since he was a kid, make him a make him a spy, and then we're gonna jump him in his office with Yoda and three other Jedi. Exactly. So you know, so and I just I think that's why Gene is a little offended that the fact that I just pointed that out that most yeah. Jedi are cowards and refuse to fight one on one. Oh my goodness. Oh. I love it. And I was going to say this episode really could be called Revenge of the Gene because this is where Gene's going to shine. And I think Lonnie, he's going to he's going to probably give it back to you a little bit throughout the episode. So I'm, I'm he'll probably excited. jump me because he's like to be a Jedi. He probably jump me. <laughs> he's recruiting Kevin and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Lonnie, that's 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 my get him, guys. Look, he's not like that tough. Me and, me and four other my Jedi friends beat the heck out of one one time. Yep. yep. All four of them had to. It's, you know, it's just what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. Um, what, what do you think? All right. So I'm not is I'm probably the least well-versed on of the group here tonight. So uh, take that as you will. But I would say my favorite is actually Rogue One. I oh, love that a, movie. It's a good movie. It's a good one. Yeah. It's just the story is great. The, I feel like they cast it really well. Um, and uh, just a spoiler alert, don't get too attached to those characters because uh, they're not going to That's be there. the thing about that movie is they did so well with the movie that everybody knew exactly what was going to happen and has since the late 70s. Yeah. And, yeah. and for them to still pull a movie together like that and so many people – um, that I've met at Celebration, that's their favorite movie. And they've been yeah, fans yeah. all their life, just like us. So Yeah, but what about um, the Both and Spies? Yeah, we need a we need a Disney Plus on the Both and Spies. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, it's my second favorite, John. I mean, literally, anytime you have an ad-ad walking on the beach, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just, I, I loved everything about it. So that's that's my favorite. I mean, I love the old ones, too. And I, I really like the newest trilogy as well. Um, so, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of movies to choose from, but, um, Kevin, you mentioned celebration. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight is Kevin's trip to London for star Wars celebration this year. Um, so Kevin, who, who went with you on the trip? So I took my oldest son, Alexander. He's uh, nine years old. Um, so this trip started planning back in, in, on actually June 30th of last year, um, tickets went on sale at noon and in my office I had everybody that had a computer, an iPad, a phone. We all had every app, every 
uh, browser that we could find open. And we had something like 37 different browsers running and only got one in. The wow. Everything sold out super fast. Wow. So I got a four-day pass. Originally, I was going to go by myself. Um, and then I'm, I was just thinking, you know what? I'm never taking a trip with one of the boys. I'm going to take Alexander. He's a big, big Star Wars fan. He's he's really getting into it with the Legos and the Funkos and the movies and Bad Batch and all that. So let's just see what it's let's just see how it is. So we went through the whole process of getting passports and all that and um, planned a trip out. And, and we were just so excited. I surprised him over Christmas with it um, that we were going and he's he's over moon. So that's kind of how it got started. We got our tickets um, rather than doing a um, an, rather than doing a hotel. We actually went through an apartment and found an apartment close by. Um, I stalked the uh, websites on all the different deals and things like that. I wanted to be close to the to the center, the location of where we had the um, the uh, convention. It's east of of everything that you would know in London. It's all on the east side of town. Um, kind of out in the, they call it the Docklands. So um, it's where they have a lot of other conventions and things for big, big companies and things. So uh, we wanted to get a place close to that. We found one and, you know, nervously waiting that hopefully they wouldn't give our stay away. But um, that's kind of how we got it all set up and got our tickets. And uh, the good thing is Nashville actually has a direct flight to London. That's great. So, yeah, it makes it way easier, especially with kids. And we lucked out with the, the schedule of it because when we went, it you know, celebration started on Friday. So it's a, it was a four-day celebration. Not all of them are. Some of them are three-day. This one was uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So we flew in Wednesday night. And from here, it takes, you know, nine hours, eight hours to get there. Uh, so if you leave at night, you can kind of land and get there in the middle of the day, have time to rest for first day. So that's kind of how everything got started. We, we flew in, uh, tried to sleep on the plane, but no, that was not going to happen. Uh, we had our Nintendo Switch and everything playing, and, and we were pumped and excited. Um, we had a seat beside each other the whole way, and just, you know, it was fun. That's was awesome. Fun. Yeah, it, it's really cool, too, that you got to go with your son, because I think that just adds a whole other level to it. So that's... Yeah, and- yeah. And I, I did a lot of research on, uh, you know, getting around and things like that. Cause we, you know, wanted to make sure that you can, you can get around with kids and in, in, in a big city like that. And that's kind of a, kind of a little bit of a worry, but you know, we, we did the research and got the oyster card. So that's like a, a, uh, a rail pass that you can buy in the States and have it mailed to you. It's a lot cheaper. Um, and we went with one pass and never had to refill it and, um, used it the whole weekend. So, we were there for oh, a week. That's awesome. So, Kevin, can you just tell us a little bit about what celebration is? Because I think okay. it's what every other year. So it's it kind of jumps around. Um, they've started in 1999. Um, they've bounced around. They kind of more recently have been every two years, but with COVID, COVID kind of messed it up, and it went. They were supposed to be a 2020. It got canceled and got shifted to 2022. And so then they had a 2023. So 2022 was in Anaheim, uh, 2023 London. And um, previous years, it usually goes Orlando, Chicago, uh, London, Anaheim, and then just kind of keeps recycling. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of the main rotation that it goes on uh, throughout the cycle. But this time it was 
Uh, fortunately, it was the year after the 2022 one in Anaheim. So, oh, good deal. Oh, good. So, so you flew in, mm-hmm. uh, got there in the middle of the day. The room, everything was good. Uh, you found yep. out where you were going. So, okay, boom, it's the next day. Tell us about it. So, I'm so, you know, I was following along online. I saw a whole lot of things happening, a lot of excitement. Uh, um, tell me about your first day. Okay, so uh, for, but, well, the day we got there, we went and actually checked it out to make sure where we were going in because I, I've heard a lot of things about the lines. If you don't like lines, celebration is not your place at all. <laughs> Line, it's lines everywhere. But um, I'll back up one more step. Celebration is more like if you think of Comic Con or one of the big New York Comic Con, the big one in Anaheim. I mean, those all have different elements of comics and you know, sci-fi, things like that. This is the only one that is 100% Star Wars. So there's nothing else but Star Wars. But just a tiny bit of Lucasfilm being um, Indiana Jones, you have a little bit of that. So there's a tad of Indiana Jones, but everything else is Star Wars, everything. Um, So you don't get anything else. Um, So so you mentioned lines, Kevin. Yes. And if you had like lines, this is not the place for you. Are there switchbacks? There are millions of switchbacks. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, we, we know Lonnie's feelings on switchbacks. We're so, it's probably not your place. Anybody that ever decides to do this, definitely look at look up the um, the different groups on Facebook. There's a lot of really helpful things on there that really help us prepare. Um, what you definitely want to bring is a backpack chair, for sure. Um, there's different ones that will like fold out, and the one we had was like a the size of a, a bar stool and it would expand out and you could sit on it. So having a place to sit down is a big key. That's a great so idea. That's a good idea. They would not let anybody get there before 8 a.m. In the past, people have camped out because the different panels where they reveal all these things that nobody else can see, they 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 make you turn your phones off and everything else. Um, they're very, very hard to get into. Um, London made it where you had to be there at eight and they did a, they did a lottery for each of the events, each of the panels that you had to get drawn for in advance and very, very limited standby. But even with that, they wouldn't let you line up before eight o'clock. So we go up there, we get there at eight o'clock. The line is incredibly long. Um, I'll share some pictures with the group um, after this, but um, we get there at eight o'clock and we wait until 10. It doesn't open till 10. So we're there in line for two hours before it even opens. Wow. Then, then when it opens, they take one row at a time, and it's just row after row after row. It's almost like um, Marathon Weekend where they would release corrals. Hmm. And it was oh, just wow. like that. So they released this corral of 4,000 people, this one of 4,000, and everybody's just going all over the place. Um, they they let you go in in the far end of the, of the center, and you're going – all the way over and it's multiple blocks over. It's huge. The place is gigantic. Um, but you got to know where you're going because um, if you don't, you you, you can get turned around and, and miss out on getting into whatever your goal is of what you're trying to do. So our goal the first day was to try to get into the Lucasfilm uh, premiere. That's the one where they, um, they released that they're going to make a bunch of new movies and things like that. Um, we missed out on that and went directly to the um, the merchandise area because we knew that that would sell out really quick. There's a few things 
that we wanted to get, including this sweatshirt. It's like a key art sweatshirt. <clears throat> so we went straight to that. We waited about an hour there. So that's three hours in line before we ever had to do anything. Um, so yeah, lots of waiting, lots of walking. Um, so Kevin, with like the merchandise and stuff, is it set up kind of like the Run Disney Expo? Like that's Run what I'm Disney. thinking about. Okay. Just like Run Disney. Um, they let little groups in at a time and then you do your shopping. The one thing they didn't have was mobile checkout. So that was made it really tough. But they had they had so many people there with contactless payment where it was almost like mobile checkout. I was really worried because we got there and it was all just registers and we're like, we're going to be here forever. But it, it moved really, really quick. And they kept stocking the shelves like constantly. So they did a really good job with that. Um, the first day is always a, a madhouse for something like that. And, you know, people are grabbing stuff and putting stuff on and taking it to the corner and very much like run Disney. So I was kind of felt like kind of a veteran at that and other people were kind of confused, but run Disney prepared me for that. Did you have to pay in pounds or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so oh. that's another trick. So if, if you go to any kind of international convention or anything like that, uh, check with your credit card, make sure that, you have one that will work internationally because if you don't, they will charge you conversion fees on every transaction. Um, so that that's another thing that we did. We picked up from those Facebook groups and um, they, like I said, they gave us lots of good information that saved us a lot of money doing that. So we opened a credit card just for just to buy the plane ticket and to use it over there. And then, you know, it made it a lot easier. So mm. Yeah. Uh, so after, after did, yeah. So so after we did that, it was we didn't we couldn't get into any panels because all of them had been um, lotteried out, I guess. So wow. we, everything all okay. that way and couldn't get in a panel. That's man. not for that day. So that, day. That, was, that was Friday. So um, we missed out on the big reveals of, you know, there's going to be three new Star Wars movies set in different eras. Um they're going to be really, really cool. Dave Filoni is going to direct one of them, which is amazing. Um, so we really, that first day, just walked around. Um, and it was so crowded that you're just shuffling everywhere you go. Uh, it wasn't that way every day. It was the first day. Um, because I think, you know, a lot of people took the day off, came in on Friday, did their thing, and um, really was trying to get that merchandise and things. Because there's a lot of people probably buying stuff to sell it um, and do that. So, but we got to see, um, see, we got to see, I made a bunch of notes. Um, we, there's a lot of cosplay. That's another thing that is absolutely unbelievable. Um, we had so much fun walking around and seeing these costumes that people were making. I mean, the detail, um, if you've ever seen, if you've ever been to the Star Wars race, Disney race, uh -huh. you see the 500 first. So mm -hmm. you've got, the clone trooper force or the stormtrooper force, Vader's fist, you know, they're out on the course. They're, you know, not in the parks, but when you come out of the parks, you see Jawas and Ewoks and stormtroopers and stuff everywhere. It was very much like that. Just dialed up another level. Mm -hmm. I mean, the detail on some of these, is just better than what you would expect on TV. I mean, it's, it was literally like you're walking through Batu. Mm -hmm. um, they had a, probably a half scale um, at at in the middle of the room. They had a full scale um, TIE fighter. Um, and then they had, you know, every, wow. I mean, every character from every sequel, every movie, I mean, just 
random characters that you had to think about who were they, you know, I mean, um, just all over the board. It so Kevin, cool. were they doing like um, character pictures and things like that? They were. Okay. So a lot of the cosplayers, they they were really, really, um, I don't know if it was because I had Alexander with me, but they loved it whenever, because he was so excited to see them. And and they that amped them up because he's like he's like oh my gosh this, this is so cool and and then they're like oh my gosh you're you, you'll get in here and they're like taking pictures with him and and giving him things and uh, giving him you know stickers and badges and all kinds of stuff so we we got so much stuff from different cosplayers um, and just really cool pictures of them and um, I think that was probably his favorite thing just walking around and seeing all the stormtroopers. That's cool. You know, That's cool. there was one guy that was a general grievous. I mean, he built an entire general grievous and the, the, the robot part was like a puppet, but he was inside the Cape mm -hmm. oh, wow. he was like walking around and, and had the cough and everything. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> you lucky two Jedi didn't jump him. Uh, there, <laughs> there were a lot of Jedi there. Now I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure you probably, that would have been the next thing, you know, a bunch yeah. of Jedi just running around, jumping sit. Probably you know, if, grievous, if grievous was a sit, he'll be in trouble. Oh, for sure. Um, probably the most common, um, commonly done cosplay was Ahsoka. There were a lot of Ahsokas, and and from the different eras of Ahsoka too, that made it really cool. They actually did a photo shoot on the front the front steps of all the Ahsokas, and you can find it online. It's uh, probably two hundred different Ahsokas, and then Ashley Eckstein wow. actually went out and got a picture with them. So oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, so I, she's I, I the did voice, see a, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, so I did see a picture of Rosario Dawson, Ashley Eckstein, and mm -hmm. another, like, all pointing at each other. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I got that, I got that uh, picture, too. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. I'm sorry, Kevin. No, no, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, the cosplay, I mean, um, they they just were amazing. Now, Star Wars fan-wise, um, I've, never, I've never seen so many people that know so much about Star Wars, but are so friendly about it. So I, I don't know if it's a British thing or if it's a celebration thing. This was my first celebration. So um, everybody that was just, you know, you feel like, man, I really need to, to beef up on my, my, you know, Star Wars knowledge before I go to something like this. Not at all. People are so friendly and just willing to talk to you about anything. And then you're surrounded by you know, probably 50,000 other Star Wars fans that love exactly the same thing as you. Everybody looks different. Everybody's doing different things. And, but everybody has one love for Star Wars. And that was probably my favorite thing about the weekend was that there's people were so friendly and so willing to, uh, to talk with you about different things. And just, you're just standing in, you're standing in line for a long time. And that, that was, that made the time go by so fast. Uh, similar, you know, whenever we're in the corrals and stuff, waiting for the guns to go off at at the marathon and stuff like that. I mean, we're all talking and and everything, and that makes the time go by. But I mean, it's very similar to that. But it's just, it's amazing. Um, well, Kevin, it sounds like a lot of what you said there is similar to Run Disney, with just people yeah. being, you know, not as judgmental and and all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, everybody's kind of just in it for the love of that event. Yeah. Um, so we, like I said, we walked around a lot that first day of the convention. We uh, met paging Mr. Morrow. He was actually at the uh, Roosevelt's shirt um, booth. 
Um, we went to um, the Lego Lego store. That line was almost two hours long. Wow. Um, the Hasbro booth was really cool. They they showed off a lot of the new figures and sets and things like that. Um, and actually gave us a whole bunch of little um, little bounty bounty little bounty things. They're little action figures. They handed those out to the kids and everybody and um, posters and things like that. Um, lots of giveaways. Um, the kids stage. So one of the things that people ask a lot is what's it like taking a kid to something like celebration? Um, they have a, they have a stage dedicated to kids, which is really cool. Um, and every several, every three or four hours, actually X time would come out and do her mindful matters uh, segment, which it's kind of like a, a yoga session where um, she kind of talks through, you know, you know, meditation and stuff like that. It was really cool. Um, and a good time, a good way to, to kind of kick back and get off your feet for a few minutes. Um, they had the new, the new show, young Jedi adventures, which was really cool. Um, Alexander really liked that. So we got to meet the showrunner for that. He was just sitting in the, in the audience and we were just sitting there talking and, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the showrunner. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And he asked Alexander, who's your favorite character? And he's, we've watched all the little shorts and he really likes it. And, uh, he said, well, it's the, the little blue bear nubs. And he's like, oh, that, yeah, that's my favorite too. And so he got up and talked and it's like, we didn't, I didn't know who the guy was. I just thought we were talking to him. And then he goes up on stage and starts talking and, and showcasing the first season of that show. So that was pretty cool. Uh, they also have a really cool STEM program. There's a stage where a room where they have all these different STEM things set up where you can build your own droid um, you can wire up your own like electrical circuits. Um, they have droid racing for kids, stuff like that. So lots of cool engineering kind of things too, educational. Um, so that was really our first day. And we got to hug an eight foot tall Chewbacca, which is fun. Mm -hmm. so, that was cool. Nice. That was our first day. Um, so we went home and crashed. That was a long day. <laughs> So that and that was Friday, day one of the 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 um, celebration, right? Okay. Yeah, that was Friday. So, so Kev, so, what did you eat? So you went back home. Um, you know, <laughs> I want I want all the details, right? So you what they had stuff okay. to eat there? This or did you did you guys go out somewhere? Got some fish and chips somewhere? What did you London, yeah, it's in London. That's all. That's all they yeah. eat, right? It's fish and chips and malt. Man, I love it, man. You know, trumpets, you fish and chips, scones. So, Scones. Yeah, did you have tea? Did you have tea every day? You had tea? No tea. We did fish and chips pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but other than that, it's really hard to find, you know, something that the kids will eat and stuff like that. So we did a lot of pizza too. Um, but one thing we did that is a good tip is uh, because you're in line for so long, and most every day we were in line during lunch. Um, we went to there was a little. Um, convenience grocery store in the building that we were staying in, in the apartment called Tesco. Tesco is kind of like mm -hmm. their local uh, Kroger or, you know, whatever grocery store. So we picked up some groceries since we had a kitchen and all, we prepared sandwiches every day and carried them with us. So being in line, you can't get out of line because you, you lose right. your spot and you're done. So uh, we carried sandwiches with us for lunch, but every afternoon we would get 
fish and chips. There were a lot of food trucks. They actually had food trucks in the convention, which is really cool. Two different rooms full of food trucks. So you can kind of pick different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, the food at the, that at the actual convention itself was just pretty standard fare that you get at any, you know, kind of convention with, you know, a little coffee shop or a little sandwich shop, stuff like that. But we kind of stuck with what we brought at the convention, but then afterwards we'd go take a train and go get something, you know, things like that. Different, really good, really good places for pizza, um, things like that. So that's kind of what we did for food. Um, but, um, so the, uh, second day, you know, we, we had, we, I got drawn for the, um, return of the Jedi panel and got to go to that. So that's the 40th anniversary, which is really cool. They had, um, let's see. Ming-Na Wing was actually the one that, that ran that panel. And it was, um, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, Warwick Davis, and Ian McDermott. So we got to see them, which is really cool. Um, we went to, um, we did, they, they have this big thing called swag. And it's so all these, these big, there's a whole Facebook group about it where people will bring things and just hand them out. Like I was saying earlier with the cosplay. Um, but Alexander loved doing that. So we brought a bunch of um, little poppets and, pencils and stickers and stuff like that. And just, he loved just trading and getting to talk to people and, and doing that kind of thing. So we had a blast with that. Um, then we went to, so I signed up for, it's a D23 event to go see Return of the Jedi in a theater in London. Mm. We signed up for that. We took a train down to do that after the second day. Um, and Ashley Eckstein actually was there watching the movie. So she got out and started talking to everybody. Uh, they gave us like a poster. The guy that designed the new release of Return of the Jedi poster was there, talked with us, sat right behind us. Um, so it was really cool to, to, to hear from him. So That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So that's the, the name of I mean, the cool thing about that is you're just walking around and you're seeing people that it's like, wow, there goes Dave Filoni. It's like he's right wow. there. You know, just walking around just like anybody else. So um, Dave walked around quite a bit and um, I saw him once and um, John Favreau, actually, I saw him give a coin out to a guy. And that's like a big deal, apparently, that he, he never does that. But somebody he really liked somebody's costume and gave him a coin, which is really neat to see. Um yeah, that's yeah. awesome. He's he's one of my favorite entertainment folks. He's just such Both a of those guys like a great guy. So down to earth. And like that's the other thing is a lot of the actors and stuff is you would think that they would be a little standoffish, but not at all. I mean, hmm. so many stories of people just, you know, talking it up with them and uh, having to run them off of the, the photo booth because they, you know, the lines were so long trying to get people to move along. So, yeah. I think you know they're they're in their element, right? I mean, the true fans who appreciate what they do. I mean, you know, listening to how you say how many people were there, and it's not people that just say, "Oh, I hate the, the original trilogy," or they mess it up when they did the prequels. And I, I mean, they love every part of Star Wars. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. I, I would see if of an actor just 
or an actress being over there, just kind of just soaking it all in, right? Just, you know, I, it's, it's and that's kind of what I got too. Um, and I'll get to that. I'll just kind of bounce around a little bit, but we, we went to one of the Funko booth um, ones just to kind of see what Funko was up to. Um, didn't think anything about it. We went in and sat down and uh, all of a sudden um, Emily Swallow walks out. Wow. And she's now the run in that panel and didn't, they didn't announce it or anything. So uh, she walks out the armor from Mandalorian and, you know, starts giving out Easter candy. <laughs> to everybody in the in the state in the show just like had a basket full of easter candy and just started handing out Reese's to all the kids and everybody and just really really cool when she handed out did she say this is the way she did say this is the way good. she really did good, good. yeah I'm, i like her yeah she's really cool um i guess probably the the biggest day for us was sunday um, it was Easter Sunday, so it was really cool. Um, you know, we got in line that morning. So Saturday, like, you know, Saturday we kind of took our time and, you know, didn't didn't try to wear ourselves out because we knew it would be a long day and we knew Sunday would be rough. So we got drawn for um, the um, Obi-Wan panel um, and the Bad Batch panel um, and one other one, uh, the Villains panel. So they had... Star Wars villains, like all the, the three villains for that. They had Obi-Wan looking back at Obi-Wan and then Bad Batch. So we got drawn for those. Those were all on Sunday. Um, in line, we, we we weren't able to go to church that morning, so we did our I did a little devotional right there in line, which was kind of cool. Um, and other people kind of joined in with us, which was kind of interesting. I didn't expect that. Um, met some people in line. They're really cool. Uh, they actually gave us a Ralph McQuarrie um print because oh, wow. they, they heard us talking about how we you know alexander was talking about how he liked empire and she said do you like darth vader and he said yeah so she, she just handed him a this little you know postcard print and it's where um at cloud city where they walk in on um vader at the and boba fett uh is a ralph mccoy print so i thought that was really cool yeah he's just vader sitting down having dinner next thing you know on solo shooting at him. I mean, you know, exactly. you can't catch a break, man. They just he was relaxing, eating, and boom. Yeah, exactly. The he Jedi trying to jump people again. Yeah. Yeah. They're recruiting non-Jedi to come help. Exactly. They were non-Jedi. Everything. Just yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the villains was the first panel of the day. So it was Ian McDermott, um, uh, Andy Circus, and Gwendolyn Christie. So you got, you know, Snoke and Emperor and uh, Captain Phasma, which is really cool to hear some of the behind the scenes things of them. And those people are so nice. I mean, you think of them as like the evil of e all evil, but they're just, they're just such nice people. And, you know, we even got the emperor to cackle, which is really cool. That's he did awesome. the laugh and, and kind of explained how he does that, which was really, really fun. Um, then after that, we had the Obi-Wan panel which that was super, super cool. We got to sit really, really close. Um, they brought out uh, Ewan McGregor. Um, they brought out um, Vivian Lear Blair, Deborah Chow, and uh, wow. Indian Rama, and uh, Hayden Christensen. So they were all there. The cool thing about that, before the panel started, so the, uh, the, the DJ, we actually met him 
on the way back. He he was staying across the street from us. My DJ Elliot, he um he was really cool. Uh, he was he said, okay, before we get started, let's get all the Obi Wan's up on stage. So everybody that's in the stands dressed up as Obi Wan, they filled the whole stage. It was really cool seeing all the different versions of Obi Wan from Clone Wars to original trilogy to you know sequel. You know the um, prequel trilogy is really cool. Um, so then they're all up there taking a picture, and all of a sudden, Ewan McGregor runs out and lays down on the ground in front of them all, and they all got a picture with him. So that was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, and nobody knew that he was going to do that, and that was that was fun. So, just listening to them talk about how they made Obi Wan and how much how much they really love doing it, and they they want to do it again. And um, here hearing you know the girl that plays little Leia, she's only nine years old, I think, mm -hmm. and she talks like an adult. I mean, I'm, I was blown away by how articulate somebody at that age can be, and she's she's really going to go somewhere. I mean, she's um, she's going to be a pretty famous actor, I think, in the day. You know, she's really impressive. Um, we saw her in the hall, and she waved at Alexander. So we kind of we thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> so yeah, Kevin, sure. I, I think that's one of the coolest things about this whole thing is you've gotten to see all these people that you admire, and you admire their work, and that's mm -hmm. awesome. That I mean, honestly, I wouldn't know who any of any of those people are walking around, but. Uh, doing the research and knowing who the people are really makes these events so much more fun. It seems like it really does. And, you know, even though you're tired and all, and, and, and you see them and they're, they're so full of energy and it's just, it's just so much fun. Um, oh, and I mentioned going to Tesco. So even outside of the event, people were still in somewhat in character. Um, so we go in and we we're getting some water and getting some stuff and, I walk down the aisle and there's there's an imperial officer standing there looking at bread, <laughs> trying to figure out what kind of bread that they want. Wanted. And so I walked up and I Imp's got to eat too, man. Imp's got to eat too. Right. That's right. And so I walked up with some imperial credits and I'm like, here you go. You need some. <laughs> so uh, they laughed and thought that was funny. And I was like, what? They don't have this stuff on the Death Star? I guess not. So um, that was kind of funny to see them. And they're just people just walking all around town. They didn't break character. They're all dressed up. That's really fun. So, um, all right. So, and, and so that was Sunday, most of those panels, right? So, what, what happens on the last day? Is there. So, the last day is a little more laid back. Uh, the last day we had, uh, that's when we, actually I, I said Bad Batch was Sunday, but that was the day that the Bad Batch panel came out. Mm -hmm. So, um, we got there at eight o'clock. Um, we got to sit in the fourth row from the stage on that one. Uh, which was really cool. Um, you know, we we really were excited. That's his favorite. Bad, he loves Bad Batch. And so they had all the characters out there. Um, they gave us a sneak peek for season two, and then they let us see it again. It was kind of interesting that the way that they handle uh, the things that are very, very tight lit. So that was the only panel I'd been to where um, they, they won't let you record. And if they see you holding the phone, they'll – They'll take it from me, but mm -hmm. um, or taking any pictures or video or anything like that. So it was really cool to see this, and they haven't released it yet online that I've seen. Um, but to see the next season, kind of where it's going, it's going to be really, really cool. They did say that it's going to be the last season, which is kind of disappointing. But um, 
it's going to be really neat the way they ended this season um, of Bad Batch and the way this one's going to kick off. It's going to be it's going to be really good. Um, <clears throat> so then we kind of just wandered around a little bit. We went to the Marvel Comics panel. Uh, got to meet Charles Soule, who is a really really prominent Marvel author. Uh, he's written all the new Star Wars books uh, for Marvel. Um, he was really cool. Um, uh, we ended up getting this new game from Funko, which is really cool. It's coming out called Star Wars Rivals. It's a little board game with little action figures. Mm. So that that's going to be fun. Um, I mean, overall, it was, you know, that, that was the last day things started to wind down quite a bit. And, you know, a lot of people have already had already left. Being on a Monday after Easter, I think, you know, the, the crowds had died down quite a bit. So we really just took it, took it easy and looked at some artwork and um, saw a lot of cosplayers, things like that. So it was very exhausting four days. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it like sounds a lot. Like and there's no way you can see it all. It's impossible. I mean, there's just so much going on. Um, there's something for everybody, every fan of Star Wars, whether you are into the movies only or cosplay or the comics or action figures, whatever. I mean, there's just something there for everybody. Hey, Kevin. Uh, so you, I've, I've held off on asking questions, maybe because this, your description, you're, you know, you're, this is a play by play. This is so great. Um, I, as far as the Bad Batch stuff, that's intriguing because I, I, you know, it's, it's, I've heard about most of the stuff that, you know, I, I heard about, an Ahsoka trailer that was longer that nobody else saw. And I've seen some pictures of it. You know, there's, I think um, Sabine's got, you know, Ezra's green lightsaber and some, some, some of that kind of stuff. As far as Bad Batch, I know they're not going to show you anything, you know, a year away from it coming out that's going to be too much of a spoiler. But was there anything like surprising or really exciting from that trailer that, you know, um, that, that, yeah. that you can share? Did, you didn't have to sign an NDA or anything, did you? No, I didn't have to do that. Okay. Okay. Um, the the cool probably the coolest part about it is they brought they show the emperor. Oh wow. Okay. And so I really think so they're focused on the cloning, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid to say it too much because I don't want to spoil anything with Mando um and some of the other things that have been on Disney Plus recently. But you know, there's a lot of things lead, leading toward cloning. Um, what happened with Omega? What happened with Tech? What happens with Wrecker and Hunter? Mm-hmm. Uh, how that ties into what happens in the Mandalorian? How that ties into what happens with cloning in general? Um, cloning is a big, big part of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. As, I mean, it seems like all the different series are bringing that to light. Well, and, and it's interesting to me that they're they're two distinct time frames. Right, Bad Batch is right after Order sixty six. Right, um, Mando is five years after you know um, the the Battle of what the Battle of uh, of Yavin, right? Indoor, rabbit, Yavin. Indoor mind is Indoor, right? Indoor is the moon, right? Okay, so um, let me ask you this: uh, not to get too much in the weeds of this, um, but I've been waiting for a payoff basically for two seasons with the Bad Batch. And you got one at the end of the really, you know, kind of the end of the first season. But they're really, you know, there's a cliffhanger, but they're not really a big payoff. Like I was waiting for somebody, oh, that kind of thing. And so that's what I'm kind of hoping for with that third season. Um, the next it's going to be a payoff. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, 
it's going to go into, you know, Dr. Hemlock is, is the guy that was, that cloned the Zillow beast. Mm -hmm. um, and so he cloned that and then he's, you know, he's abducted the, um, what's her name from Nala say from, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the cloners from mm -hmm. Camino. Yep. And so he's got Omega El, now. El Camino, the Spanish, Spanish. El, El Camino. Oh, El Camino, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just a car with an identity crisis. It doesn't know it's a car or a truck. <laughs> it's a truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they got Omega. They got, you know, Crosshair. They're really trying to, to, to take all the different strengths from different species and people yeah. and, and build like this ultimate force user. Which is interesting because that's right now. And that's, you know, I, it's not probably not too much of a spoiler that the first season of Mando, that's what we think was going on with Pershing and um, and yeah. and Grogu. Uh, that's why Mando was sent after him. But it's interesting to me that those two things are so many years apart and right. they're talking about some similar things. Well, and, and you've got Brendel Hux, who... Um, mm -hmm. It was shown, and he's going to be part of, probably part of the uh, Bad Batch. And then you've got, so he's the one that that really kicked off the First Order. Um, so that's going to get brought in. I mean, they're they're doing a lot of things, and and it leads up to you know Rise of Skywalker when they bring back the Emperor. I mean, all these things um, kind of fill in those gaps. So the and and all these things. You were talking about the movies earlier, right? So one of Filoni, Filoni is going to be directing something that's going to tie all his stuff all together, right? That's correct. It's called the. It'll be the Mandoverse. So that that one's going to be kind of take all the different projects he's worked on: Ahsoka, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett. You know, all of those and tie those all into one kind of big, big story, um, which is going to be amazing. Um, yeah. They also announced, as far as movies go. Um, the new Jedi Order, which is going to be led by Ray, mm -hmm. it's going to be, I think, ten years or fifteen years past uh, Rise of Skywalker, and then the other one is going to be a hundred years before um, uh, the Phantom Menace. So mm -hmm. they pick three different time frames. It's going to be pretty interesting. To I'm see excited what they about the Ray movie because uh, my kids loved Ray, and yeah. there's mm -hmm. not enough of her really in any of the other shows series movies yeah. anything yeah well, so i might have i might have asked this i'm sorry i interrupted you what were you gonna say Kevin? no no I, i'm just gonna say that was one of the panels i really really wanted to get into mm -hmm. and i think all, every one of the fifty thousand people there wanted in there too um but i can't imagine how crazy it went when she walked out i mean i heard that was like the the talk of the day i mean yeah Aloni's directing the movie everybody's you know just over the moon and then she walks out and that just yeah. blew everybody away. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Um, so in my opinion, my very humble opinion, the the prequels got some hate, and then mm -hmm. we've got some distance since then. And those kids that saw those movies that were not so, you know, basically loyal to the, the original trilogy, that's their Star Wars, so to speak. Yeah. Right. And so now uh, I think that they've aged well. I think that. They, I don't want to say they've been redeemed because of Clone Wars and some other things. I think they're seen in a different light now, right? Yeah. And my hope yeah. is that, uh, just because I love Star Wars, not because the 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 
sequel, you know, trilogy is is great or anything, but it's Star Wars. And so I love it. You know, even if it was, I don't think it's terrible. Even if it was terrible, I would love it because it's Star Wars. Um, I saw, you know, when what I saw when Ray came out was people excited. Like you said, they lost their minds. And, and that's a good thing. I'm hoping that we, you know, we get some distance from, from those sequels that people will look at them a little bit differently. I really think it will. And I mean, with the prequels, you know, something that I noticed is, you know, you kind of look around and see what people are, what people are doing. What are they, you know, what, how do they show their love for star Wars? And a lot of people do it in cosplay. Mm -hmm. And there was so much in the, the, the prequels um, that I've always heard, you know, it's mostly stormtroopers and, you know, original trilogy kind of characters, but there was probably more prequel characters than anything else. Clone troopers, tons of clone troopers. I'm I mean, sure. huge. Uh, lots of Mandalorian, stuff like that. But I mean, mm -hmm. the original trilogy was not as represented as the prequel trilogy, which I thought was an interesting shift. And, you know, one of the things that they always have, always have had and every year is called the run-in of the Wilro Hoods. And the, it's Wilro Hood was one of the characters in Empire Strikes Back when they're attacking Cloud City. He's running down the hall carrying oh, with the, Kim Tona. Kim Tona, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked, looked like an ice cream maker. Yeah, right. So they used to have that where they would all run through the hall, right? So this time they showed some they showed Andor some love and they did um, the one way out. And so they all dressed up in the white <laughs> and orange jumpsuits, barefooted, thousands, thousands of people. From the you know the prison guard from Andor, screaming no one way out, one way out, and they all ran. And Andy Circus led them. He, he can't, can't swim. swim. No, he can't swim. Yeah, that's yeah. So you know what they gave him? They gave him. <laughs> they gave him a D, like a little uh, life preserver. Should have put floaties on him. Yeah. So, I think that I would I would like to do that at some future run Disney race. Um, Andor is another series, Lonnie, about um, about Cassian Andor. He was in Rogue One. I know you like that movie, but it was yeah. a series completely about about Andor, kind yeah. of a prequel to that. Well, I know what happened to Andor, and I know what happens to him. So you know, it's kind of like a you know, I don't want to get invested in him because I know he goes out. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you know. Please don't tell me. Did they have a Jar Jar Banks? Of course they did. Not only did they have a yeah, he's a Sith Lord, though, right? Jar Jar. They had a Darth Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah. And I want a picture with him. Yeah, he would have got jumped though. Darth Jar Jar would have got jumped. He kept getting lightsaber fights with people and dropping it, and you know, falling all over the place. And he was all clumsy, you know. But he he came out on top. He was okay. That's funny. Oh man. Yeah, Darth Jar Jar. He was there. Wow, he's supposed to be one of the strongest of all the Sith, I think. So he really is. I think he was behind the whole thing. Oh, he yeah, was for sure. He's theory. the puppet master. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Kevin, outside of it, sounds like you guys had an awesome time at Celebration. But then, outside of that, did you get to do anything in London? Go we did. So we, you know, like I said, we got there on Wednesday. We stayed till the following Wednesday. So we had Monday after. So we had Tuesday and Wednesday, and then flew out Thursday. So. Mm -hmm. We uh, spent two days in London. We bought the London Pass, uh, which is like a uh, you can buy by the day, and it, it opens up to like hundreds of different 
uh, events and things that you can go do and see and not pay any admission to get in. You just show the show the badge and get in. And there's a pop on hop off bus. So after walking and standing for four straight days, um, the last thing we really wanted to do was walk all around town. So that bus saved us and we got to see a whole lot of the city. Um, pretty much what we did is we would ride it all the way around to get a good view of everything. And then, and then you have the audio where they tell you little bits and pieces about everything. And then the next time around, we would stop, get off the bus, go check out Westminster Abbey, go check out the Tower of London, hop back on the bus, go to the next stop, hop off, do the London Eye, you know, things like that. So the bus is the way to go for sure. Um, That's cool. You can cover a whole lot of ground and really see what you want to see. Um, you know, the weather there, this that time of year is kind of unpredictable. It rains a lot. I mean, it rained on us pretty much every day. Uh, but um, there's lots of places to get in and out of the rain. So, um, so I tried to make it a little bit educational, too, on, on that side. But um, it was good. Awesome. Awesome. And you had no issues with travel with your son. Did he handle everything well? I mean, that's a long plane yeah. ride for a, he was a trooper. I mean, he was definitely a trooper. He he packed stuff around, carried stuff. I mean, we brought an extra suitcase uh, because I knew um, with him being a huge Star Wars fan and me being the Star Wars fan that I am and having a separate credit card in a foreign country and a room full of collectibles, that's very, that's not the best. <laughs> That's not the best formula for me. Um, so we had to exercise some pretty serious restraint um, with each other, and it didn't always work out that way. So <laughs> it's a good thing we brought an extra an extra suitcase because, um, and then we barely got it all in there. So we so brought. What, did you, what did you buy, Kevin? I mean, come on, I don't hold us up. What did you get? You got that sweatshirt. One of the cool, of the cool things I said, Alexander, we can either go. And check out something that was built in, you know, the year 1153. Or we can go to the largest Lego store on the planet. <laughs> you can probably guess where we went. We went to the largest Lego store and we spent like four hours there and got to see all the cool things. And it's a, a two-story Lego store. It's in pre pretty close to Piccadilly Circus. Um, they had a full, like a, a big bin made out of Legos. It was really cool. Um you know, an Aston Martin that you could get in 007 and all the different Star Wars um, sets. Really amazing. Lots of uh, Harry Potter uh, Lego sets, which are really cool. Um, so, yeah, we got I got a Captain Rex helmet, um, got a um, the London set for London um, Legos. And we're going to build that. Um so we got a couple clone trooper sets and a snow trooper set. Bought a, some Funkos. Um, I got Jackson. I don't know if y'all know who that is. He's the Green Rabbit from Star yep. Wars. Yep. I got an action figure of him. And, you know, it was Easter. I had to get the Easter Bunny. So <laughs> that's the other thing. The Easter Bunny visited us, too. He, I don't know how he found us, but he found us. He always does. He always does. Yeah. They they know they just all of the yeah, it showed yeah, up standard. and there's like all this candy and stuff. It's like where did this come from? So pretty, that's great though that he found you over in in jolly old England. That's right. Yeah. They, they they like the Easter Bunny over there too. So 
Awesome. So if you um, if you had to do it again, what would you change anything about the overall trip or the way you attack the the um, expo, the celebration? I think I would definitely do it again. Um, the next they announced the next one is going to be in in uh, Japan, so that's going to be a little hard to pull off. Um, that's two years from now, so the next time they'll be potentially in the states would be 2027, I guess. So, um, you know, definitely if you have kids, you get a discount on that until they're 12. The, the kids' tickets don't sell out. Um, the adult tickets do. I would say definitely get a four-day pass or three-day pass, depending on the length of it, and try to get the Jedi Master because Jedi Master, you don't have to wait in line. Um, but the bad thing about the way, about that is you don't get to meet all the cool people in line. So it's kind of a trade-off, but saving your legs to not have to stand in line, I mean, that's the way to go, but there's only so many of those tickets. They sell out really quick. So it comes with un unlimited jumping of sit. Uh, you get the Jedi pass. You that's right. Just yeah. sit in line. Right to the front and <laughs> you get a lightsaber and you just start going after them. So, um, but I'm definitely going to go again. I think, you know, uh, if I had to do it over again, I would probably just take my time. And uh, like after that first day, we kind of went, as Jeff would say, commando, tried to do everything that we could, uh, kind of wore ourselves down. So um, it's very much like a run Disney trip. If you try to do the parks and you do the races, then you're going to kill yourself. So um, definitely be patient and take your time and just enjoy it and take it in because there's so much to experience. You can't experience it all. So just pick something that you really you know, you really enjoy and, and stick with it. So. All right. Well, thanks Kevin for telling us about the trip. I think it sounds like something that would be amazingly fun, even as a casual star Wars fan, but especially for, for, for sure. someone like you or Gene, you guys have grown up with this stuff your whole life. Um, that had to be such an awesome experience, especially, especially with Alexander being there too. Um, yeah, that was, I think, you know, looking back on it, I think if I, I would definitely do that again. Being able to take a take a trip with one of your kids, just you and them. I mean, you learn so much about each other, and you you kind of you don't have to go through the normal routine every day, kind of the grind. I mean, we're out of the grind, and we really got to spend time together, and that was my favorite part about the whole trip. I mean, just just getting to hang out with with him, and just me and him, and you know, get a lot of good daddy son time. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. That is always. I recommend any parent to do that at some point. I mean, um, with each of if you have multiple kids, pick you know just go on a trip with one of the kids and do that again and again. I mean, it's just really, really something. Yeah, no, you're right, and, and it's that time, especially if you have multiple kids, you can't spend that time with one kid very right. often. So you got to take true. advantage of that. And it sounds like you did. So that's awesome. Um, all right. Any other questions from Gene or Lonnie uh, for Kevin about the Star Wars Celebration trip? Will you go again, Kevin? I will. I, I will definitely go again. Um, I won't go to Japan, though. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm waiting for it to be in Orlando. I think that would be amazing. No, 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 no. We're going to go to Tokyo because why not? That's okay. amazing. 
I just we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to drop my kids off. Um, I think it, Lonnie, you're gonna take Crosby. Gene, yeah. you got the other four. <laughs> okay, um, cool. <laughs> I'll I'll swing down south, drop them off, and then Kevin, I'll pick you up in Nashville. We'll fly over to Tokyo. Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah, it it, it sounds so fun. It sounds like like a comic con, but uh, more so, focused. I've never been to a comic con. That's that's the next thing I really want to do. Uh, I wasn't able to get into comic con, you know, this time. So I'm gonna try that again next year. But that's something I've always wanted to do as well because it's a little bit more broad it goes over a lot more things so um i'd really like to do that someday yeah awesome all right um with that i guess we'll go into our favorite segment just quacking up with the ducks all right so um gosh this really stinks i was talking to a friend the other day and she lost her job at the calendar factory Hmm. yeah turns out she took a day off (laughs) (laughs) She get, oh. she probably got six months for that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Lonnie, can you follow up that amazing joke? Actually, you know, I don't have a joke, but I was talking to Kevin, and he told me that going to Star Wars Celebration was, you know, a, a really a dream for him. And that made me think about back in the, when I was a kid, you know, I had a dream. I always wanted to be a pirate, but unfortunately, I couldn't get my ship together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, Uh, Gene, what, what fun is going on in your life right now? Yeah. I mean, not a lot. I just, I've been thinking so much about star Wars lately, you know, with Mando ending and Kevin, Kevin's excitement going and you're looking forward to all these, you know, all these series and movies that have been announced. And I just think, I mean, do do you know what R2D2 is short for? Cause his legs are short. Kevin, what do you got? I'll try. I'll try to bring back our bring back our rating. Uh, so, why do doctors make the best Jedi? Because they why? jump people. Because <laughs> they like to stab people with with syringes. No, it's because <laughs> Jedi must have lots of patience. <laughs> yeah, they have oh, to wait boy. for another Jedi to show up so they can jump somebody. <laughs> they will. The evil Jedi just gonna watch them. Sith is just trying to save the Empire. Um, All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Please make sure you're going out to our Facebook group, Disney with the Ducks. Join in some of the fun conversations there. And then also, uh, as you're finishing up listening to us, go over to your podcatcher and give us a five star review. And make sure you mention how awesome we are and all the things you love about us, and tell your friends. Uh, that would be very helpful. But yeah, uh, five-star reviews. Come discuss everything fun Disney going on in our group. And uh, with that, I guess, Quaharini. The Jedi Hi, uses the force for knowledge and defense, never for attack, Lonnie. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Truth. And I know you didn't mean it like that. That's the funny I did part. not mean it like that at all. <laughs> but it but it was just perfect for what the time doing right now.